friends, and welcome to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you live. It is a new month. It is April. April showers bring May flowers. And my friends, tonight is a perfect night for rain and ducks. <laughs> quack, quack. Uh, have you had a a busy day with rain. We have here in Rochester, New York, lots of flooding going on. Uh, but you know what? We're broadcasting life. It's a beautiful day for a radio program or a video program from inside. Whatever you want to say, whatever you want to do, uh, welcome aboard. We are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you live. Here's Trouble. Say hi, Trouble. Um, it is. It's good to be with you guys. We are looking at a brand new series tonight. It is called The Unseries. A lot of things that we shouldn't do in life. And there's also a lot of things that we can get keyed into uh, that relate to UN words uh, that God wants us to be about. So, hey, hey, here's a quick update from my family to yours. Uh, Today I had the chance to go jumping at our local trampoline park with my kids uh, my wife was working a full day today, and um, it was really neat to have the chance and the opportunity to uh, take my kids to uh, Altitude. Uh, we went there. We got some free passes from a, a little while ago and had the chance to use those tonight. So um, sometimes in life, we like to be um, and have the chicken little response. You know what I'm talking about? The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What are we going to do? It's so easy to get caught up in reacting that we forget to take the proper precautions to take the right action on different things. And that's tonight's UN word. It's this whole idea of understanding. We have at times in our lives, we have at times in our lives, this whole idea of wanting to understand why some things happen, why why things take place in our lives. And truth be told, we don't always have um, knowledge as to why things take place. Um, and I'm not sure that we always need to have the answers. But the one thing that I do know is that we are called to stand. Even in the midst of difficulty, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we are called not to be people that are always going to understand what's happening, but we are called to stand. We are called to rise up. And that's that's the posture that we need to take. And uh, when we have the chicken little response to things, we overreact. We think that we need to have answers to this and that and all points in between. And guess what? That doesn't always happen. So tonight, I want to encourage you uh, to not necessarily take the approach of having to understand um, the situations that we go through, but I want to encourage you to take the proper godly response to stand in the midst of hardship, in the midst of difficulty, to rise up, to stand, to take your position because my God is one who equips us and enables us to take that posture in life. How about you? Have you been caught up with the chicken little response? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you, do you know what it feels like? Um, sometimes you're just feeling stuck and you don't know the proper way, the proper response to uh, 
really figure out how to approach the thing that you are facing. And admittedly, it's very hard. Admittedly, it it can become very cumbersome. Uh, But again, when those times and trials and situations uh, exert themselves into our lives, uh, we are called to stand. So with that being said, we're going to look at some scripture tonight, uh, as we always do, as we kick off this unseries. And tonight's topic is understanding and how ultimately we aren't always called to understand, but man, we are simply called to rise up and stand, even in the midst of the hardship and frustrations that each and every one of us faces in life. And we all do. We all have difficulty. So, uh, again, I want to encourage you, if you want to share this video, I I highly encourage you to do so. It it gives us a chance to reach more people, uh, and it's your opportunity to be a social media missionary tonight. Uh, Please feel free to share this within your sphere. would love to have the chance to share some seeds and sow the gospel of peace into people's lives that are part of your sphere of influence that go beyond even uh, the reach of infusion. So let's pray together, and then we're going to dive into looking in Luke chapter 21. Let's pray. God, thanks for the opportunity to uh, look into your word and to truly understand what it means to be people of character and integrity. Help us, Lord, not always to feel like we need to take the chicken little approach to life when something goes beyond our sphere and beyond our realm of understanding the Lord, but help us to uh, rise up to stand and take that position, take that posture. And God, I I pray for those that may be dealing with hardship and, and frustrations even now in life where sometimes we, our, our response is, God, where are you? God, what's happening? God, help me understand. God, I thank you that you empathize, that you that you relate to, that you care about uh, those that are walking through difficulty. We do not want to make light of the situations that we go through, the circumstances of life. But God, would you allow us to take that posture of standing? Not standing up in pride, not standing up in arrogance or ignorance, but to stand with you by our side, even in the midst of not fully comprehending what's going on. Thanks, God. We love you. and We pray this in your holy and amazing and awesome name. Together we say, amen. All right, so tonight's passage is found in Luke 21, and it relates to uh, this whole idea, again, of, of understanding and sometimes having that chicken little response that, that we love to have about situations in life that we don't fully grasp. Check this out. This is Luke 21. This is the reading of the word of the Lord, starting at verse 5, and we're going to read down to verse 19. And I'm reading tonight out of a different translation than normal. I'm reading tonight out of the NLT, the New Living Translation. So here we go. Uh, Let me turn down the screen a little bit. That's kind of blinding. So here we go. Starting at verse 5, some of his disciples began talking about the majestic stonework of the temple and the memorial decorations on the walls. But Jesus said, the time is coming when all these things will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Teacher, they asked, when will all this happen? What sign will you show us that these things are about to take place? 
which is pretty wild. So uh, he replied, Don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and saying, The time has come. But don't believe them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, don't panic. Yes, these things must uh, take place first, but the end won't follow immediately. Then he added, nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and there will be famines and plagues in the lands and there will be terrifying things and great miraculous signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, there will be a time of great persecution. You will be dragged into synagogues and into prisons. And you will stand trial before kings and governors because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. So don't worry in advance about how to answer the charges against you. For I will give you the right words and such wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to repay or refute you. Even those closest to you, your parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, they will betray you. They will even kill some of you. And everyone will hate you because of because you are my followers, but not a hair of your head will perish. By standing firm, you will win your souls. This is the reading of the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God, again, out of the NLT in Luke uh, chapter 21, verses 5 through 19. So, some thoughts as it relates to this with understanding. And there are so many scriptures that we can come up with as it relates to understanding and, and things of that nature. And, and there's this whole doomsday theme that seems to be popping in and out of this of this passage. Again, chicken little, getting caught up with inter- interpreting times and wondering, okay, what's going on? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And churning that over in the mindset, the mind's eye, over and over and over again. Uh, and we can get stuck trying to figure out the time and the place uh, instead of truly staying focused and, and making up our mind from long ago to stay focused ultimately on the mission. And that's that's really a, where it all begins, where it's not about understanding the times or the seasons. And sometimes we love to uh, dive into the book of Revelation and think, oh, well, I know the ins and outs, and this interpretation means that, and I'm going to connect this with the other thing. And the fact of the matter is, is we we don't fully know, we don't fully comprehend or understand, we just know that uh, Jesus came, he died for us, and we are meant to live as new people that are walking in the regeneration and the recreation that he has for us. I mean, wrap your, wrap your brains around that. We, we can stay focused on interpreting the time and wondering, okay, well, is it going to happen in 10 years, 15 years? Is Jesus going to come back? What's the rapture going to look like? Is there a rapture? Blah, 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 blah. I'm not going down that road, my friends. I don't go down that road. Certainly, we have our interpretations and our opinions, but I'm not going to be divisive in nature as it relates to this broadcast. It's not right. It's not fair. We need to uh, be unified under all things Jesus. And so we can get caught up in the doomsday thinking, we can get caught up in in that understanding, or we can take the approach of, you know what, I'm going to move past that. I understand that the the basic theology 
of the book of Revelation is God wins. Not just period, but exclamation point. That's awesome when you think about it. So I, I want to encourage us not to have this doomsday uh, mentality as it relates to uh, scripture and end times theology and understanding and all that stuff. That's not where we're going tonight. Where we're going tonight is not in the understanding aspect of things, but in the concept of taking the posture to stand. So the first point is this. There are six points that I want to talk about tonight as it relates to doomsday thinking, trying to understand things, figure everything out, yada, yada, yada. And listen, when we are lacking wisdom, Bible says in the book of James that we should ask for wisdom, we should ask for guidance, we should ask for understanding, and God will give generously to those without finding fault. And so process that, allow that to kind of sink in as it relates to some of the things that we're looking at tonight. The first thing tonight is this whole idea of circumstantial signs. Verse 7 talks about that. Teacher, when will all this happen? What signs will you show us that these things are about to take place? And I don't think that God wants us to get caught up in the signs or certain manifestations of this or that or the other. I think God wants us to stay the course. Again, Think about that. And it's easy to get into panic mode. It's easy to get caught up in the circumstantial signs and wonders and wondering, okay, well, does this point to that? And I I believe God is saying, move past that. Go deeper than that. Yes, you can interpret the signs. Yes, you can certainly dive into trying to define what certain aspects mean. But if you don't have Jesus first and foremost, then, then ultimately we are missing out on the main point of interpreting the signs in the first place. And so we are called to take a second position. We have the circumstantial signs in verse 7, but what we have as the second main point is, is ultimately to not panic. Verse 9 talks about that. And when you hear of wars and, and insurrections, don't panic. Don't get caught up in panic mode. Think about that, my friends. Do you spiritually panic about things? And if you if you truly sit down and think about it, as long as Jesus has got your back, as long as he's by your side, you have nothing to worry about. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things through Jesus who strengthens me. Who are you leaning into for your support, for your strength? Are you leaning into the cross? Are you leaning into Jesus? Or are you trying to uh, adhere to your own understanding of things? And if that becomes your mentality of, of adhering to your own vices, then you are truly missing out on what this all, is all about, and you will be chicken little. You will get caught up in wondering and wondering, when's this going to happen? What's going to take place? When's all this going to go down? And that's not the point. The point is what the scripture declares in verses 9 and verses 14. Verses 9 and 14, it says, don't panic. Jesus has got your back. There's warning signs, not so that you can look the part on the outside, but so that you can have a heart for those that need Jesus, that need what you have. 
There are people that will watch this broadcast. There are people that are listening to this broadcast that need Jesus. Even if they just tune in for one second, they need Jesus. Some of you listen and watch faithfully every week. Thank you. Thank you for being part of the audience. I appreciate that. But what I care more about is people hearing about Jesus. And not getting caught up in the panic mode of the different circumstances of life. And the circumstances of life can go beyond just the trying to interpret the signs. It can happen in church life. Well, what color should the carpets be? Or I think we should have Coke. Or I think we should have Pepsi. We get so caught up in meaningless drivel. We're called for more. And I believe that's why some people even just take a quick snapshot and watch this broadcast, even for just a few moments. So that they would see some sort of hope, some semblance of something deeper, because life tears them up anyway. So why not be a part of something that is untorn in nature? This is not a divisive place. This is a place where all are welcome, where all will have the chance to hear and talk about real life if they so choose. And deal with the different circumstances and have encounters with Jesus in the process. That's what this untorn thing is about. I can't make that any clearer. So you can get caught up in panic. I can get caught up in panic. We can get caught up in circumstantial signs. Or we can move past that and go deeper and say, to God be the glory. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's acknowledge the difficulties in life that we face and that we, uh, the hardships that we go through. But understand that the love of my God triumphs and trumps over all those things combined. Verses 10 through 12 talk about our third theme tonight. Stuff happens. Life happens to you. Life happens to me. And on a macro level, it talks about these signs. Uh, Nation will go to war against nation. Kingdom will rise up against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, plagues in the land. There's going to be terrifying stuff, great uh, miraculous signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, there will be a time of persecution. If you think you signed up to follow Jesus so that life would be more easy and more perfect on this side of reality, you are dead wrong. Stuff is going to happen to you that's not going to be comfortable. Stuff is going to happen to me that is not comfortable whatsoever. Think about that, my friends. And if you think, if you believe or have been sold the bag of goods that everything is going to be A-OK as soon as you get Jesus in your heart, man, you have been sold a lie. That is not what happens. Stuff happens in life. Life is difficult. Look at the life of Job. Look at the life of anyone in life who who wants to live for more and becomes perhaps a follower of Jesus, guess what? Life will become uncomfortable for you. That does not mean that you should abandon it. In fact, what it means is you should probably cling on to Jesus more in those circumstances and in those situations. Jesus did not come to make life easy for you. Jesus came so that your life would not be A, lonely, and B, so that your life would have meaning and purpose for being a follower of Jesus so that you could live for the more that you are made for. 
So stuff happens in life. And that's the third point. We've looked at circumstantial signs, as this passage talks about. We've looked at the whole idea, our response needs to be one of don't panic, to stand up, to stand affirmed as one who is a follower of Jesus, to understanding that stuff happens. And the fourth thing is opportunity knocks. Verse 13, but this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. In the midst of the in the midst of the panic of others, in the midst of persecution, in the midst of the signs and wonders and things that will come from heaven, you have the opportunity to have this wonderful thing take place where you can share Jesus with other people. And it's as simple in this broadcast, in the context of this broadcast, it's as simple as clicking the share button. And I don't do that. I don't advertise that so that, oh, Untorn will get popular and Jay has more friends, blah, blah, blah. It's not about that, my friends. What it comes back to is understanding that you have the opportunity by, to share the gospel with other people by just clicking the share button on your menu. It's that easy. And you don't even have to, you don't even have to worry about the words that are going to be shared. Because it's going to come back to Jesus and him crucified in the midst of this broadcast every time. Selah. (laughs) Moment of pause and thoughtful reflection. You have an opportunity. So do I. And the cool thing with a broadcast like this, or just living it out each and every day, is we encounter so many people on our path on our journey of life. This broadcast alone will probably have right around 300 hits by week's end. And if you listen, hopefully, or watch, hopefully, you'll get just a sense, just a small dose, just a little um, peek around the corner aspect of Jesus. And you're made for more. You are made for so much more than you could ever think, dream, fathom, or imagine. So, opportunity knocks in verse 13. And we don't have to worry about having the right words. We don't have to worry about having the right wisdom. Because if we stand firm and walk in the ways of Jesus, those things are going to come. Verse 15 of Luke 21 says this. Again, for I will give you the right words. I will give you such wisdom at the right time that none of your opponents will be able to reply or refute you. We're not talking about who's better than who at debating. That has nothing to do with it whatsoever. We're talking about the wisdom of Creator God coming into you so that you can speak life into those dead situations that are around you, to those in in deadly uh, circumstances that are around you. You have the opportunity to speak life, and you will be given the right words in the right time. You will be given the right wisdom in the right time to discuss those things when they come about. And in the meantime, study the Word, dive into Scripture, And show yourself as one who is approved. Go after the excellence that God has for you and God has for me. And finally, the last point, point number six. We've looked at circumstantial signs. We've looked at don't panic. Stuff happens. uh, Opportunity knocks. Having the right wisdom. Having the right words. The last point and the main point tonight is stand firm. It's not about understanding. It's not about trying to figure out 
why different things happen to you and why bad things happen to me, yada, yada, yada. It is truly about standing firm. Verse 19 talks about standing firm. And let me read that to you as we begin to close out our time together. It says this, By standing firm, you will win your souls. Let that reverberate and echo deep. By standing firm, you are going to win your souls. And not that, not just that, my friends. You are also going to win the souls of those that are in your sphere of influence. No matter what happens or those that speak against you or come against you or, or try and tear you down, your job in life is to stand within your identity with Jesus. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. You can have the approach of Chicken Little if you want. You can dive into that reality if you so choose. But understand that there are circumstantial signs in life. You you don't have to panic with doomsday thinking that comes. Situations don't have to dictate your spirituality. Stuff happens in life, both good and bad. There's peaks and valleys, valleys, mountaintops, experiences. I'll be all right. Mountaintop experiences and frustrating times in the middle of the shadow of of difficulty. Opportunity knocks. Right words and wisdom. God will give you at that time. And you are called to stand firm in all things. And he that calls you, he that uh, gives you the encouragement will lead you accordingly. And that, my friends, again, is tonight's Untorn. I want to thank you for being part of this broadcast. Thank you for being part of uh, this time of being able to dive into Scripture and understand uh, this unseries a little bit more. The word next week, the UN word next week that we're going to look at, the rest of the three this month are unstuck, unlimited, and undivided. Just to give you a preview. So, my friends, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of this broadcast. We're going to have a quick follow-up over on Instagram in just a few moments. Instagram Live. I'm going to be going live over there uh, just to talk about two quick questions and pray together. So, those of you on the video side, stick around for just a few moments. I'll give you further instruction in just a moment. Uh, But thank you for tuning in. You've been uh, watching and listening to Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, saying so long once again. This is understanding, or technically standing. And this has been part of the Unseries. You've been part of Untorn from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer. You've been watching and listening to Untour, where we are broadcasting love, broadcasting life and broadcasting love. We'll see you next time here on Untorn.net.
Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with the 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLSR ID 399801. Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with the 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLSR ID 399801.